The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Fuck, Mary kill, Muppet edition. What? Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> oh, no. Gonzo. Okay. Animal. Okay. Or Rolf the dog. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Yep. I mean, obviously, I have to fuck animal. Like, there's no oh, other a- option. Animal throws down. Yeah, animal yeah. certainly fucks. I feel very wrong discussing this, honestly. <laughs> it feels like I'm discussing underage puppet because <laughs> they're so pure because they're so pure i so don't pure. in the minute i said i would fuck animal i felt like i needed to be like bathed in holy water like you were a monster I'm for a, even I'm considering it monster. yeah i understand <laughs> honestly just kill me and that's the end of this <laughs> or i'll marry all of them and then just be their friend <laughs> right and you just like sing songs in the backyard while you're cooking out and yep like what a what a life exactly yeah. <laughs> we invite kermit over it's great jason siegel and his wife live next door Oh, and they're like life's a happy song. It's like mm. you need to learn new material. Yeah, you can't just keep singing that song. <laughs> You're like, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> right. You're really rubbing it in. My life is not a happy song today, right. asshole. <laughs> okay, okay, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my choices, even though I feel disgusting about them. Okay. I'm gonna fuck animal, and he's gonna like rock my world, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and be like totally a fuck boy, a hundred percent. He's sleeping on my couch for a month. <laughs> Like, yes. No, no, you know, other option. I mean, <laughs> he's a drummer. He's a musician. Exactly. I mean, come on. Exactly. He's got long hair. He's like the <laughs> stereotype of a fuckboy. Right. Um, I think I'm gonna marry Gonzo and I'm gonna kill Rolf the dog. Rolf? He's yeah. the one that's the least problematic out of all of them. Like Gonzo fucks chickens. Oh, so that's, that's like a whole true. thing. I don't want to deal with that. What no. kind of weird disease is what I get? I mean, I'm pretty sure bird flu. Definitely I bird flu. You definitely get bird flu. But like sexually transmitted bird flu, I feel like it's also, a whole other thing. Chicken pox. Oh no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. But they're like, Muppet internally? chicken pox, so they're like really funny chicken pox. Like they oh, talk. Okay. Oh. They all talk. So they're like, hi. That sounds annoying though. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> It'd be cute for like one second. Until they're like fiftieth <laughs> musical number. <laughs> what songs are they singing? Um, a lot of Stuff with face in the title, like mm. Billy Idol's "Eyes with Eyes Without a Face." Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of face songs. <laughs> That'd be great if I could just pull out one. like five, ten face songs. Right. Then I'd be like, "You've poker face, about poker this. face." That's a there good go. one. That's, That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, what's the There's... theme song from Face Off? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's called Face Offed. <laughs> the mirror has two faces. That's a movie. Is there a title song called The Two-Faced Mirror or Honestly, something? Honestly, maybe, because the main character in that it's is Barbara. Barbara, yeah. Barbara yeah. She probably wrote something. I've yeah. seen that movie, but it was a long time ago. It's a good one. Funny Face? Isn't that a movie? That's a musical. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's probably a, mu- a song in the musical called Funny Face. Yeah, definitely. Or like, I've got a funny face. That's funny it. Funny Face. Wow, you're really well versed in that song. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's my favorite musical. I can tell. Yep. So <laughs> well, you're doing better than me. I can't think of a single song with face in it. This is gonna plague me for the rest of my life. I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, screaming 
the title of one that I can't think of right That's now. That's the remainder of this episode is just us coming up with titles of songs that have face <laughs> in it. Just seconds of silence in between being like, is this a thing? Actually, I kind of want to put together a playlist on Spotify and just throw it on our social media when this releases oh. of just face songs. But it's only like six of them because that's all we <laughs> that's thought all of. We thought of. <laughs> and then we just searched it clearly in Spotify. <laughs> just added every single one. I don't need Spotify to start thinking like looking at playlists that are based on things we say on this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Not <laughs> a at list all. of playlists of like songs your dog would paddle to. <laughs> right? like, what? I don't know what that means. <laughs> songs to eat Popeye's chicken to. <laughs> right? Bringing it back to our OG sponsor hopeful. <laughs> oh, let's I'm still praying every morning, get down next to my bed and I'm like, yep. "Dear Lord Jesus, <laughs> Make Popeye's Chicken our sponsor. We don't even need a sauce like Megan the Stallion. We just want to have a partnership with the greatest chicken yeah, brand. I don't know how well a, a sauce called Deeply Upsetting Sauce <laughs> would really do at a, at a fast food place. Probably not. Or like Hobbit Sauce. Hobbit Sauce <laughs> is awful. really upsetting. <laughs> Bogard Sauce is just too mysterious. Nobody wants that. No. No. Bogard Sauce, mm-hmm. yeah. You open it up, it's in, in like the grayscale black and white thing because it sounds like an old like old timey movie name yeah (laughs) somebody with a transatlantic accent gives it to you (laughs) here you go darling oh thanks cool i love to be transported at my local popeyes It's like a trip back in time. <laughs> okay, back to business. I guess i'm going to switch my answers because you freaked me out about the chicken pox. So, yeah. i'm going to marry Ralph and kill Gonzo. That Gonzo, feels right. That, that feels, feels right. right. Like, and Gonzo, I don't think he would even be that upset about it. Like, he's no. trying to blow himself up half the time anyway. That's true. I don't, yeah, I also don't want to babysit him almost dying all the time. All the time. I don't even know why that was my first instinct. Maybe it's because I feel like someone needs to take care of him. <laughs> oh, like, definitely. Guess it's me. He's not taking care of himself. No, hell no. He's like the, everybody ha- has that couple that they know mm-hmm. where one of the people in the couple, usually the dude, is the yep. one that, like, how did he survive before you guys got married? Because right. clearly he can't tie his shoes. He can't do anything. That's Gonzo. <laughs> He's a whole idiot. Where he needs his harem of chickens to, like, protect him <laughs> along with all of his buddies that he lives. So many roommates. The Muppets have so many roommates. That's true. Mm-hmm. Not the chicken harem. Chicken but harem. But you're right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's some weird shit going on over there. Yeah, I don't want to be part of that. I'm going to kill him. Yeah, you don't want to, like, you. everyone... Gonzo didn't even ask people to, but everyone still knocks before they come into his room. Like, they're <laughs> not, they're like, no, are you sure? The door is open. They just have their hand over they, their eyes. They use the little, like, the little hook from the Apollo that they, they pull people on stage to close the door from a great distance. <laughs> to and not then touch knock. it. Yeah. <laughs> so as to not touch anything, anything before they see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no matter what, walking into that room would be deeply upsetting. Welcome back to Deeply Upsetting. Deeply Upsetting. Woo! I'm your host, Amy Bogard. I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we're back, baby. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are. So here's the deal. Let's just break it down into some brass tacks. Your boys, that's us, I guess. We're, we're your boys? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I've never I, been your boys before. <laughs> well, I certainly haven't either, but it's time for us, I Excellent. Think. Excellent. Anyways, your boys have been really 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 busy <laughs> like so busy we're dying but it's cool we're doing a great job well it's busy with cool stuff like good like good yeah. life stuff mostly 
mostly. Yeah, mostly. Just yeah. busy, man. It's just busy yeah. as fuck. Um, and so in case you haven't noticed, uh, we haven't really been posting that many episodes, <laughs> as it turns out. Yep. Uh, because life has gotten in the way. Um, so here's the deal. We're going to reformat a little bit, and I think we're going to do some shorter episodes. So mm-hmm. our regular length episodes are going to be like 30 minutes, and then we'll continue with the minor upsets every off week that are like 20 to 30 minutes. And I think it's just going to make it a little bit easier for us to get back on a regular mm-hmm. releasing schedule. It's going to be much easier to schedule like a half hour mm-hmm. recording time than an hour. So Even though it's uh, not that different, in case you were wondering, but for some reason, it's just tough. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> But the plus side is is the, even though the episodes are going to be shorter, it's going to allow us the opportunity to release more consistently. Exactly. Yeah, so you're still going to end up with more content. By far. Yeah, like, we're not far. releasing stuff. So. I don't know. Being an adult sucks, man. Like, it really just gets in the way of all your fun shit. Also, the, the network is overdue for just a half-hour show. Sure, it, yeah. It, it really does need a half-hour show. Nice, so. quick little horrifying palate cleanser. Yep, exactly. <laughs> The format changes for you guys. It's for you, It's yeah. for the listeners for out you. there. <laughs> not for us at all, and not for our sanity in the least bit. <laughs> not at all, no. So we still do need questions. Yes, um, definitely. We will answer less of them, but again, we'll be recording more frequently, so we will get around to it. Um, if you have a question for us, please, please, please let us know. Our social medias are deeply upsetting. Um, or you can email us at geeksundertheinfluence at gmail.com, put deeply upsetting in the subject line, or you still have the opportunity, I would never take this away from you, no matter what, to leave us a voicemail or send a sexy text Mm -hmm. to the GUI hotline, 804-505-4484, which is 804-5054-GUI. Yay. Yay. (laughs) I think that's all the bidness. That's all the bidness. Okay, great. Let's oh, get into rate, that. review, subscribe, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, do that and listen yeah, yeah. to the other shows that are good. Um, <laughs> oh, and one more thing also is that for the month of April, podchaser.com is doing a reviews for good thing, mm-hmm. um, which is hashtag reviews number four good. Mm-hmm. And uh, what that does is it benefits an organization that is providing food and meals to uh, people fleeing the Ukraine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, during, during the the conflict. So it is a great cause. And basically, all you have to do is go to podchaser.com. And review a show. Review our show. Say, oh, it's great, disturbing time. And re- rate it, r- review it. And uh, every review that they get, they are putting 25 cents into the nonprofit. Oh, so, nice. And then if we reply to the reviews, because you can will. do that, we will, then that's 50 cents. Oh, nice. Uh, and that, that adds up quick. Yeah, that's up. So that's 75 cents. Um, if you put in a review and then we respond to it, that's 75 cents going to people that really need it yeah. so just podchaser.com and that's not just us that's all the podcasts so yep. review as many as you want go nuts uh review all the gui shows review other shows on other networks that's cool mm-hmm. just get those reviews going and uh you're helping out podcasters and you're also helping out people that need it way more than podcasters egos need yeah reviews, so i listen to way too many shows so i will be doing that after we finish recording that'll be the remainder of the weekend is you just doing reviews the whole weekend it's gonna be <laughs> me looking up face songs and me reviewing things on pod chaser yep. and that's it <laughs> perfect <laughs> other than that you can't ask me to do anything no shit. <laughs> all right so you have speaking of upset, upsetting things you mm-hmm. have the first question for us i do it's actually rather wholesome for this show i okay. have to forewarn you um so this was inspired by a conversation with one of our good friends of the show um, Katie from Nerdcropolis, the blog, the podcast, mm-hmm. the movement. Um, so she and I were chatting about um, bathing suit shopping. 
And we were talking about how some websites, you know, people will post pictures of themselves online. And the people that post pictures of themselves in a bathing suit on the internet, especially if it doesn't fit, especially if it just like looks like shit or it fits wrong or it like cuts into your belly or something like that, they are the fabric that holds this society together. Like they're the strongest among us. They're doing humanitarian work at a level I can't comprehend. They're just absolutely incredible. And I wish I was them. I'll never be them. It's just not for me. But so it made me think about the everyday heroes in our society that are unsung, like you bathing suit reviewer on the internet with pictures that don't fit. Incredible. Thank you for your service. That's something that I haven't really had reason to think of myself is just how challenging that's got to be to buy a bathing suit online. Yeah. Like a, a women's bathing suit. Men's bathing suit is elastic waist. Yeah. I mean, we're going to make it work. It's fine. But a women's bathing suit is a little more complicated. Or and, literally anything. Or literally buying anything. doesn't make sense. So all those pictures on like Amazon or wherever mm-hmm. you're buying stuff, that, that yeah, that is something mm-hmm. that, I wouldn't have thought of. Is... I know. And people being like, look how it fits around my arms. It doesn't fit. Like, it's too tight. It's squeezing. It's like amazing. Incredible. You have no insecurities. You're just like one with the universe telling us about how it shows off your body fat. Like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> if you've ever posted a picture of yourself on the internet to review clothes, whether it fit or not, if you wanted to flex, that's great, too. I think that you're a hero and I think that you deserve recognition from the society as a whole. Nice. I think that's very fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they don't, those everyday heroes don't get recognition. So we're looking at other everyday heroes. Yes. I think one thing that I've always appreciated are the uh, everyday heroes that it happens in our neighborhood and I know other neighborhoods do it, Mm -hmm. that people will just put a box that says free on it and stick it on their front porch. And the thing is, I may not need anything in that box, Mm -hmm. but I'm likely to take something because mm-hmm. one day I'm going to have a free box yep. and that item's going to be in my free box. Mm-hmm. Used to play that roundabout with uh, yard sale items. Yep. You mm-hmm. buy a yard sale item and then the next year it's in your yard sale. Yep. And the cycle continues. <laughs> the circle of junk. <laughs> Nature continues healing itself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw out um, people that leave positive YouTube comments. <laughs> anybody who's actually leaving a positive YouTube comment or like on a local news channel or something, but they're saying positive things amid the thousands and thousands of like the darkest comments. Garbage water swampland that is YouTube comments. YouTube comments. Anybody who's keeping it alive and is just like, this song is good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for your service. I want to give it up to the Facebook grandmas mm. that speaking of garbage swamps, uh, the Facebook <laughs> land yeah. of just unfounded comments, political comments all mm-hmm. over the place and people screaming at each other and just being upset and mm-hmm. uh, misinformation and just people dying for attention. And then there's the grandmas. Yep. The grandmas that don't know how to use Facebook still. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's been around long enough that they definitely should have figured it out by now, but they write it in letter form. Where it says, hello, all, comma, I had a great day today. I love it. I took the dog out for a walk (laughs) around 10 (laughs) a.m. She's getting so old, but she's still spry for her age. And it's long. Just like me. Just like me. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Very 
charming and wonderful <laughs> and uh-huh. I don't want them to learn how to use Facebook oh, because no. it's so great to just have like a grandma letter randomly in this mixture of just like <laughs> everything on fire. Or what's clearly a Google search <laughs> that they typed into their Facebook status right? and said. <laughs> Oh, man, I do miss that about Facebook. That's really clutch. Those are really lovely. (laughs) That really is the best. Though one time, so my grandmother does love Facebook, and she's uh, 98, um, and she also has, like, a very tenuous (laughs) grasp on it. And one time, um, a friend of mine posted some sort of, like, BuzzFeed article or something on my page that said, like, 10 women through history who didn't give a fuck. And my grandma just commented on it. No. (laughs) I think about that so often. I never asked her about it because I'm assuming it was just to the curse word that it was like on my my page, like actively. There was a bad word on there. I just (laughs) simply love not even a period. Just no. Oh, that's incredible. (laughs) My friend (laughs) reached out to me separately and was like, I realized that that was your grandmother. Like, should I remove this? I was like, hell no. This is incredible to me. Uh, another everyday hero. Mm-hmm. Well, all waitstaff at restaurants, let's be fair. Oh, like, yeah. Let's just like throw that out there that all waitstaff, but especially the waitstaff, mm-hmm. that they realize that you probably either worked in food service at, at some point yep. or a public facing position. So you're like the chill table. Oh, that, it feels so good to it, be the chill it table. It feels so good to be the cool table. Oh, and they're I just like, oh, it. thank God. Okay, yeah. You know, this other table I had back <laughs> yeah. there. And they will like give you the best tea. Yeah. The most scalding hot fucking it is tea. It's so good. Especially like at a brunch or something. If you get tea with your brunch, like they bring you a mimosa and tell you something about the table, like two tables down that's negative. Oh my God. You're getting an 88% tip. And you're the love <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I will potentially leave with you if I have enough mimosas. Right? (laughs) There have been multiple times in my uh, restauranting experience that by being the cool table Mm -hmm. where it's like, when you get a chance, not a big deal. Yep. We are chill. Mm-hmm. Not going to like ruin your <laughs> we life. say it just like that, like a Absolutely, robot. <laughs> like a fucking robot. We are chill. That Don't worry. When they start to slow down, the, the uh, server would would end up sitting at the table. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. For a second, yep. you know, mm-hmm. depending on the restaurant. I have had that And just chilling happen. out for a minute like, y'all, my feet, like yep. they have been trying to take my life today. <laughs> yep. like, oh, We're like, we know. Have, some, have a drink. Yeah. Like, come hang out Take with a us. quick sip. Yeah. That was pre-COVID. That was pre-COVID, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Put your straw in it now. <laughs> I'm not a monster. I'm still going to offer, just in a more sanitary way. So, yeah, wait staff in general. Yep. Our hearts are with you. Yep. Um, you're you're doing some pretty powerful stuff out there right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. Burning hellscape that is now. Yeah. <laughs> my, real t- my real job is still being a retail management queen, so solidarity. Nice. <laughs> we deal with the worst of the worst, my friends. <laughs> and that's why we have this podcast, <laughs> to laugh about something. We need to have like a commercial that's played just for like the restaurant workers of America or mm-hmm. something. That's probably a group. But Definitely. Done in like the Real Men of Genius commercials back in the day. I was just thinking the Real Men of Good job, wait staff. Right. <laughs> you just dealt with a Karen that paid two percent tip yep. on a three hundred dollar bill. Yep. <laughs> that man wanted not no less than eight ranches <laughs> and separate trips. That man ordered nachos, and when you put nachos down, he said, "Why did you bring me <laughs> <Yeah>. chips?" <laughs> you found out that that man does not know what nachos are, <laughs> and in fact wanted an enchilada. 
<laughs> tragic. <laughs> Absolutely tragic. <laughs> woman ordered her steak medium, and then when it was pink inside, said this steak is raw. Is raw. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we could literally just talk about restaurant stuff for the rest of this episode, honestly. Locally famous lawyer, Charlie, had his food sent back because it was cold after he let it sit there for 45 minutes talking to a client before trying oh, to eat it. Oh, my God. That is the worst. Oh, yeah. God, people are the worst. People are they the really worst. They really are yeah. the worst. Speaking of which, let's go back into our heroes. Because I think it is very funny that a lot of our hero things are just like people doing something decent for once. <laughs> people that have to deal with other people and don't turn into monsters themselves. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say somebody that like lets you go in front of them at the grocery store or something like just to check out. Oh, you've got like two items in your hands uh, and there's someone in the cart and they're like, you know what? You go ahead. Yep. I know the bar is in hell, but they are true angels and they should go directly to heaven if that exists. <laughs> I love that I have definitely gone up and seen like a cart that I've, has been in front of me and mm -hmm. I look at them and they look at me and there's mm -hmm. that moment of like, are they going to be decent and mm -hmm. let me go ahead of them? Mm -hmm. And I don't expect it. No. It's one of those things that like, it is kind of a courtesy that all of us kind of know is a thing that people do, mm -hmm. but it isn't something you should expect. But when they look at you and they know what the expectation is. Oh, yeah. And then they just give you like a little sly smile and then turn away. <laughs> <Yep>. Nope. <laughs> Not today, motherfucker. <laughs> what? No. Conversely, the absolute worst thing is that especially if I go to the grocery store like after work, my brain is no longer with us. Like it clocked out of work. It already went home. It, I went to the grocery store without it. And so there have definitely been times where I've been completely zoned out just staring into space and realized that I was the asshole that didn't let the person go in front of me because I oh, truly no. didn't notice. You're a human monster. I, no, I didn't slice smile, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought that I somehow saw and I've just been like militantly staring ahead of me, but no, I'm disassociating <laughs> at the Kroger. Oh, man. As per usual. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's ever happened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's not due to the fact that I'm an asshole. It's due to the fact that I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, another unsung hero and it's mm -hmm. somebody that you may not even notice them being heroes because mm -hmm. by simply thinking ahead they're staying anonymous they mm -hmm. are they are making themselves so not an issue mm -hmm. you don't know who these heroes are mm -hmm. those are the people that are in the lanes of traffic they need to be in oh. when they need to be there wow so if they're gonna take an exit they're in that lane wow a mile or two before their exit can you imagine and they're just there. They're just hanging out being like, well, I do have to get off mm -hmm. the exit soon. Mm -hmm. So I should probably be close to the lane that turns into I don't want to drive erratically. Imagine I that. I don't want to shoot across three lanes of traffic uh -huh. during rush hour yep. and possibly murder someone. <laughs> murder everyone. Murder everyone. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's an unsung hero in this society. They're the same folks that when there's people on an on-ramp, a busy on-ramp onto the interstate. The slow lane, they're like, no, no, my friend, I got to make room for the new cars coming onto the mm -hmm. interstate, so let me hang out in the middle lane. Mm -hmm. So I'm still close enough, mm -hmm. but I'm making room for the new people, too. You know. Wow. That's People that's that are thinking while they're driving, incredible. Real hero down there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And you know, those are the same folks that they use their turn signals. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some people actually don't know about turn signals. <laughs> they don't know how they work. Mainly because BMW didn't have turn signals until 1986. Um, so that's why B that's a lie. But I thought it, so, it's but... It's just BMW oh my God. and Mercedes 
owners don't use their turn signals. I knew it was a lie, but you were also staring into the depths of my soul <laughs> with not a shred of humor on your face. And so I started to doubt myself. The thing is, I'm a terrible liar normally unless mm-hmm. it's something that I don't expect anyone to believe. Right. And then I can sell it like all fucking day <laughs> if it's something nonsense that you shouldn't believe. And then I do. And then you do. And then I feel like the biggest fucking idiot <laughs> of our Why time. Why wouldn't they have turn signals before 1986? <laughs> Weird German thing. They were... Oh, it's hard being such a moron, but somehow I have survived <laughs> this right. long. <laughs> Today may be my last day. You know, another uh, unsung hero, and it's we have one in Richmond, but I know it's a thing that is a big thing in big cities around, uh, at least the United States, but mm-hmm. probably internationally, is yarn bombers. What is that? That's, you see them around Richmond where the uh, street poles that the signs have gone missing, mm-hmm. and so it's just this large pole sticking out of the ground with no stop sign or mm-hmm. no yeah. neighborhood watch sign or whatever on it. Yarn bombers will take those or... All sorts of different stuff, just public property stuff, and knit around it. Oh, that's amazing. So the ones in Richmond, it's it's like a multicolored thing going up the pole, and then at the top, it's usually a square with a heart in it. Um, Why have I never seen that before? Oh, there's a whole page on Facebook of the, the Richmond Yarn Bomber. I forget what it's wow. called. Wow. But it's somebody that lo- loves knitting mm-hmm. and wants to bring a little joy into the world by putting a knit item that will eventually weather and fall apart and stuff, but for the time that it isn't it's this nice little note that's so sweet. in the world yeah that's really sweet it's really nice yeah Aww. i just realized that you were talking earlier about free stuff and boxes mm-hmm. and i can't believe i didn't bring this up because i just got introduced to it and it's so exciting someone another massive hero out of the kindness of their heart runs an instagram where they post where all the free stuff is that day. And they even post like a geolocation kind of thing. Like it has the address, but then they show it on a map. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, incredible. Absolutely incredible. And they tell you when it's gone. Like they're just, they have eyes and ears all over this bitch. (laughs) And it's amazing because they're doing it for good. I was wondering why the neighborhood had all these people in like trench coats that were talking into their wrists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's Mm -hmm. all the free cycle people. I know. I thought they were doing a Dick Tracy reboot, but it's actually (laughs) the free cyclers. It's the free cyclers. (laughs) They're more powerful than everyone. You you thought the secret network was the Illuminati, Illuminati, (laughs) but no, it's just people like free shit. I like that so much more. I do too. I love if that would be the veil that got pulled off. (laughs) Right. Nope, free cyclers. <laughs> QAnon? Nope. Nope. Those people that want, somebody wanted a free blender and then it just steamrolled into this whole thing. And <laughs> like when they talked about Pizzagate, it's because we all thought that Domino's was doing free pizza. And so then we all bombarded the Domino's <laughs> right. and it turned into this weird thing with pedophiles. It gave a telephone and it went from free pizza to there's children being molested in the basement of a pizza place. Wow, that was wild. I think that place is still open. That's like a DC legendary pizza place. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just this local pizza joint that is pretty well known. Comet Ping Pong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The greatest name of all time. That's pretty good. You can't lose that. (laughs) (laughs) The real heroes. Mm -hmm. Also, everyone that works at that pizza joint that probably still deals with QAnon people coming in and like raising hell or starting shit. Oh my God. And like asking to investigate the restaurant. Yeah, want to like check that. the back room kind of thing. Like they're going to uncover something that nobody else has uncovered before. Look, they're going to go in the bathroom and it's going to have a graffiti that says like, I did molestation here. 
<laughs> Hillary Clinton. You know? right. <laughs> okay. A framed picture of her like pointing at a child she just molested. <laughs> So the while, kids eating, were, while eating the pizza. Eating the pizza, the kid's wearing a shirt, being like, I, I got molested by Hillary Clinton. At Comet And all I got was this lousy t-shirt. I didn't even get pizza. <laughs> I didn't even get pizza, no. <laughs> That's the worst. That's the thing. And, and yeah, there's definitely certain segments of the world that are worse than this than others, but like, it is a thing where people that have a, just, just enough knowledge on how to use the internet, uh, not well, no. just like somewhat, mm-hmm. those are the ones that they end up with believing that they're uncovering something that no one else right. <laughs> has really been able to figure out. They got the knowledge that the, that the you sheep aren't uh, willing to accept the truth. Can you imagine being like that confident in your own skills that you're like, I will be the one to take down the pizza gate <laughs> like myself five years after the accusations. Like my day job requires me to have a div- pretty solid amount of Google foo. Mm-hmm. You've well, always had great Google. I, I've, I've always, well, that's also what's helped me get this job in the first place. Mm-hmm. But my research skills are pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And I am not finding any secret website that's giving me all this info. I'm finding a lot of blogs of people that are making stuff up. Right. But not a lot of like, oh no, you found it. The super secret clubhouse on the yep. internet with all the all the conspiracy knowledge. <laughs> the best Google foo from you that I have ever seen, just personally, also very biased, was when I casually mentioned to you that I wanted to get my mom, a DVD of this Lifetime movie that we loved when I was a kid. It has a very generic title. I know not one single actor in it. And you looked it up and found that it actually goes by a different title and like did so much incredible Google foo in like five minutes at the bar at the Patrick Henry That's right. I remember that. <laughs> and you found it and I got it for her for Christmas. It was only like $10 and then we watched it as a family. It was very wholesome. <laughs> Google foo is important. Um, also, uh, it was either that or a DVD full of conspiracy information True. but i but there was only the ten dollars to spend so yep. we had to go with that movie <laughs> honestly my parents might have been into it if it was the conspiracy True. series as well ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i guess that about wraps it up yep. i mean we're gonna be again thinking of heroes for the rest of time face song tell et cetera. us what heroes we should have mentioned on this episode yeah. what, what are the 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 real life heroes out there. I mean, there are a million of them, but you're never going to get better than service staff or people that post pictures of themselves in bikinis. True, true. <laughs> it's just it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> These are the facts of life. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, and we are going to be back next week with a minor upset. So mm-hmm. make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, please rate, review, subscribe to the show to all the other shows on the GUI network. Um, you can also buy a little merch if you feel like it. There's yeah, yeah. lots of fun merch. Tucci Gang is flying off the shelves. Even when we slacked off of making the show, people were yep. still trying to rep their squad with Tucci Gang, which we appreciate. Incredible. <clears throat> gang I gang. don't think I'm going to make a I Got Molested by Hillary Clinton. All I got was this lousy t-shirt <laughs> I t-shirt. I pong. I I No. I mean, no. the thing is, that would probably get sell. shared on a, like a reddit thread or something not, and it would sell like not crazy. the reddit thread we want i don't 
Yeah. Plus, if anybody from that thread listened to one episode of the show, they would be like, oh, never mind. This sucks. Yep. <laughs> this is not, not my show. I, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> well, that's the problem. It has to say deeply upsetting podcast across the back. So then people have to know that it's. Oh, satire. and even with a title like that, there's probably going to be people being like, oh, that sounds like me. They're not afraid to say what's on their <laughs> right, mind. Exactly. And then they come up and we're like, Accept everyone equally. We love <laughs> we love everybody. We're like, hee hee hee, let's talk about fucking titties again. <laughs> they're like, oh no, we like those, but they're like liberal titties. Liberal titties, <laughs> not liberal titties. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll wrap it up. Yep. Thanks for listening to the show and for another episode of Deeply Upsetting. I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. Okay, bye. <laughs>